AFC's podcast, sponsored by Dakota, the Dubois Area Council on the Arts, and West PA Systems, your 21st century electrical build contractor. Today, we have both Jeff Carey and Paul Gerritsen here. I'm Perry Langell, and I, I know that Jeff is a happy man because the Dolphins won 43-17 to against the defending NFC champions, the 49ers, in Levi's Stadium in San Francisco. Um, the Patriots did not play against the Broncos. It got delayed, and then they totally postponed it till next week, shuffle around eight games in the process. Now, then uh, Tuesday, we're going to have the first time since the early 2000s with a Tuesday night football game. And before that, it was in the 1930s that they last played Tuesday night football. But the Bills will be playing the Titans this week on Tuesday night. Paul, what's your thoughts on this whole situation going on right now? Well, because one team was screwing up and effing up, and they had several practices without NFL consent and NFL condemnation, um, they screwed up the whole schedule for about eight to ten teams. So I you know, really, I, I think there's a special hell for the Tennessee Titans. What do you guys think? A special, I, I might have misheard you, a special health for the Tennessee Titans? Yes, they should be fined. The coach should be forced off the board. They, they should be whatever. You know, I, they screwed up the whole NFL season because of their extra curricular activity. Are you, are you calling for forfeits? Forfeits instead of extensions? Is that what you're trying to say, Paul? Or you just want fines with extensions? I think I think if we do enough fining, we're going to have the Patriots fine too. And the Patriots already have enough fines every year lately with like all this stuff going on with cameras that seems to happen on, on a regular basis. So I, I don't really want to entertain too many fines because then I feel like it's going to come back at the Pats for what's going on right now with the Patriots here. Um, with but however, Jason McCourty was pretty vocal uh, about uh, in the press today. He was very vocal about feeling that the NFL itself is mismanaging the situation by putting them on on the plane out to Kansas City with Cam just barely testing positive. Paul, or Paul is gone. Hopefully he rejoins us. Jeez, Paul. Um, Jeff, it's just me and you. Um, right. So what's your um, – well, since it's just me and you, I'm going to move it over to covering the uh, the, the, the Dolphins game, the, the only victory that the AFC East has had so far in week five. Um, right. So – Tonight, it's so great to wake up on Monday and know your team won on Sunday, isn't it? Well, I'm that's like, a regular. That's most uh, can, most Mondays as a Patriots fan. Yeah, I can join that club. Yeah. And you know, because of the COVID, because of all the rescheduling, we put the Jets next week instead of the uh, Broncos. It's like, how awesome is that? Like, if we lose the Jets, like, I don't know, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about that. You know what I'm saying? Don't give the Jets the first win from the Dolphins. Oh no, no, they won't. They won't. It's the Jets are going 0 and 16 this year, so. 
I mean, I know San Fran was beat up, but we had to fly out to San Francisco to win the game. And uh, Fitzpatrick, man, he, like, must have saw the headlines of everybody calling for Tua. And, like, he got his, you know, act together and, like, went off yesterday against the beat-up San Francisco 49ers. But, again, they went to the Super Bowl last year. So how complete was the team to begin with? There's no backups that can cover. I mean, like... And uh, Preston Wilson had a freaking awesome breakout day yesterday. You know, um, Breedy got to beat his old team. That was awesome. And uh, it wasn't even close. Like, the Dolphins just kept pounding at it, you know. And I think all the Tua talk will finally settle down. And, you know, Brian Flores has been like, this is my decision. I'm not taking pressure from the media. I'm taking pressure for the fans. And there's been a lot of talk down here about he's a fatherly figure to Tua. Like, why would I put my son in when he has a hip injury? But why he's the backup quarterback? I think he should take the chance, I guess. But Fitzpatrick was awesome yesterday. As bad as he's been with interceptions, he blew up yesterday. And next week, for the Jets, it'd be 3-3. Three and three. I would love 500, you know? 3-3 three and three in six games would be amazing for us. It, it's interesting you bring up to his hip injury because we've never really discussed it on this podcast, at least at any length. Um, so back to not out of the Tua talk because he brought that up. Um, the thing is, he was kind of a questionable, questionable draft pick based on that aspect alone. It's why a lot of teams passed on him, um, purely that hip injury. Do you think that it's something that he will come around from because I guess from my understanding it, it's plagued him for like a year now and now you're, you're you're bringing that up as a potential reason to not start him uh, this year with the Dolphins which you've brought up we've talked many uh, like plenty of time now about two and not playing and, and I but I just want to bring up the hip injury aspect to it what's your thoughts on that if you look around the um, league, how many quarterbacks are wearing knee braces right now? I think even Tom Brady still wears one because of an injury. So I don't think an injury could prevent you from being successful, but it's that one hit you take. Um, and I think Tua will learn to protect himself. He's not really a running quarterback. Um, I mean, some of the guys in the past who are like the run-pass option where they run it and are like – crazy with their bodies and don't mm-hmm. take care of themselves are out of the league. Like Griffin, you know, with or, the Redskins or go ahead, name the names. Of I all was going to, I, well, I, I, we can name the names of all of them, but I do want to bring up since you brought up quarterbacks running and injuries, Dak Prescott happened yeah. this week, not AFC East related, but man, that was gnarly. I don't know. Have you seen the footage of that, Jeff? I don't even want to see it. Ah, yeah, it's one of those ones where the yeah. ankle goes totally not how. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, it was gnarly. Um, yeah, Tony Dungy took a lot of heat, too, for saying that it was a blessing in disguise for the Cowboys. I don't know. He said that in a post-game report, and uh, the uh, social media went like, oh, my God. I was born in Dallas. I'm a Cowboy fan also. I don't follow them as much as the Dolphins, so I don't even know who their, like, backup is. It's Andy Dalton. Uh, all right. The Bengals. You never you never know. You never know what the backup can do. I mean, how did Tom Brady get his start? 
know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. So, I mean, you have a, a five-star quarterback in front, and the guy gets hurt, and then Brady gets his chance. He goes and wins six Super Bowls. So, I mean, you never know where it's going to come from. But Dalton's been around for a while. So. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I get you. Don't know what happened to Paul. Paul seems to be very out. Um, I'm going to try and summon him if possible. Nope, I guess I can't really. He's just kind of out of the call. Is he in the chat? Nope. I don't know what happened to Paul. Maybe he, hopefully he's still alive and kicking. Um, but we, anyway, so um, so that seems to be about what you got here on, on the on the Dolphins Niners game. I mean, congratulations! That was a decisive win over the uh, reigning NFC champions uh, in their home turf. Now, um, we'll, we'll delay the Bills coverage as we don't have our Bills expert with us right now. Um, so I'll move on to the other, the only other game that's played by an NFC East team that, uh, that happened or AFC East team that happened today or this week, Sunday, we had the Cardinals playing the jets. I predicted 48 to zero. Now that was the most lofty prediction. I got some criticism, some, non-criticism for it. My prediction wasn't too far off. It was 30 to 10, uh, you know, with, with the uh, Cardinals coming on top in, in New York. Um, so this advances my thought, like I was saying, 0-16 Jets this year. They're going to – I don't see I, – I just don't see them taking a victory anywhere on their entire schedule. Um, but – yeah, so there's my bragging of pr- predicting such horrible outcome of the Jets. It continues. So, any any thoughts, Jeff? I don't know what their whole schedule is, but they have to face at least the Dolphins twice. Mm-hmm. They got to face the Patriots twice. They got to face the Bills twice. I don't know what the rest of the schedule is. I don't see them beating any of the AFC East teams. I don't know what the Giants' schedule is because they both could be going offers. Um, but are the Giants going to pick up a quarterback? Do the Jets want a new quarterback? Are they going to go for Lawrence out of Clemson, just like Miami over the weekend? So the only game that okay, so I will say this: on two days after Christmas, there is the Browns at Jets. That is the only game that I can see them potentially in any way competing in. Because uh, next week, I'm just gonna run through: it. Chargers, then Bills, then Chiefs, then Patriots, then Dolphins, then Dolphins, then Raiders, and Seahawks, and Rams, then Browns, and Patriots. Browns at Jets, I can kind of see some competition, but man, they didn't prove themselves against any other team that's of that caliber, like the Broncos or the Colts. You know, they died against them too. So I, I just don't see um, where in there there's this room for, you know, except for that fact, you know, that phrase, any given Sunday. 
sure. Right. But as a fluke thing, maybe. But statistically, no, 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 they're 0 and 16. There's those flukes out there. They could beat the Browns because Mayfield can be cold or hot, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even it, though he's he's a high draft pick too. But yeah. it, here's my thing: as great as a quarterback can be, if you don't have a defense, it doesn't matter. You know, you could have a couple of mistakes. You could have an interception, a fumble, like fluky things happen in football. You know, that's why we watch the games. Yep. And that's all the Jets have this year. Jets fans, they just have to hope for a fluke so they can go one in uh, one in 15. 15. Right. right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh yeah. Um, but anyway, so there's my weekly dose of, uh, crapping on the Jets. Um, so then, uh, I'll, I'll move over to talk a little bit about the Patriots situation. It looks like, um, Paul's trying. Paul's alive. He texted me a question mark. Um, <laughs> don't know what that is. Um, now, I'll, I'm going to move over to the Patriots situation, though, Well, that's going on in the background. Um, the Patriots, I, I did talk about how Jason McCourty is pretty upset, and they, you know, he, he's active with the press on that. I guess basically the Patriots – Locker room very much blames the NFL for putting them on on a plane um, the same day, like day of game against the Chiefs. I didn't know that they flew out the day of the game, but that put them at sort of a disadvantage because that's like a five-hour flight the same day as playing a three-hour game. But then um, now what they've done is they pushed back the Broncos game to from week five to week six giving a, a de facto bye week this week, which probably the problem with these bye weeks is they don't feel like bye weeks to the teams because they were kind of prepping for a game and then they're told, no, don't play it. And then you have, um, you have the Broncos. They're very upset because they practice for the game and now they're told they, they're not playing until next week. And they're taking their bye now, and their schedule's all jumbled to heck. I mean, it's, it's games from here to week 11 have been jostled all around. I could run through the list, but it's kind of long. It's, eight, it's just no eight games throughout the NFL had to be changed to make this one game happen next week. Now, the... Uh, let me interject real quick. Yeah, uh, no, it's fine. The reschedule actually helps the Dolphins because they could be over 500 with the rejumble of the schedule. The way it worked out for them. The uh, so you think that it'll? Uh, who, who are you trying to say it benefits? Sorry, Paul distracted me with his. It benefits the, it benefits the, the Dolphins because we'll be 500 next week after beating the Jets. Hopefully we should. Got you, got you. And then the other changes kind of helped us out. Um, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I read it today. We could be like five and three. 
we could actually be like two games over 500. Not that we could win the division, but we could still have like an over 500 season this year. Yeah, because you're talking that they're going to be playing the Broncos next week. That's not happening. Seven, right. I think it's seven. Then we get a bye. Then we play some other team that's weak. Yeah, we don't play. I don't think we play Buffalo or the Patriots for a while. Sorry, that that sense is is that Paul is trying to reconnect. I don't know what happened to Paul, but he needs to get his internet figured out. <laughs> if that's what happened. Um, so okay, I get what you're saying there. There there I, and. I guess what I have here for the schedule does not reflect these changes that all happened in the past, I'd say, 24, 48 hours, I think. Yes, they actually made the announcement during the games yesterday. Yeah, well, it's it's these things. They're not – Google and the powers that be of information are not uh, pulling up the changes as quickly as the articles are making it kind of difficult to translate. But basically, yeah, the Dolphins game next week is obviously changed because they're playing the Sunday at 1 o'clock. They're playing the Patriots and definitely not the Dolphins at 4 or 5 because that would be a whole thing to do. Um, <laughs> so do, they don't have double headers in the NFL, and that's kind of part of their problem with the nature of the sport versus baseball's ability to just do doubleheaders. Sun setting here. I got the sun setting up. NFL adjust scheduled for nine teams. I'm going to give it real quick. All right. Okay. Oh, wow. Thank you, Paul. Jets Chargers <laughs> moves from weeks, week six to week 11. Um, I'm just going to go off our teams. Charges at Dolphins moves from 7 to 10, and the Dolphins at Broncos moves from 6 to 11. So we won't play the Broncos next week, but now we play the Jets instead. We're going to play the Broncos for five months. Well, good news about that, Jeff, is that the Dolphins are eight-point favorites. Over the Jets. Over the Jets. Right. First time ever. So that's fantastic. We could be we could be over five hundred, man. <laughs> no team wants to play the Dolphins. No team at all. So I mean that's I mean it depends what kind of week you get fits on. I mean that's how it goes. So though so, uh, another scary thought is that Houston's first round pick which they gave to the dolphins well you know see how houston's playing uh the dolphins can end up with the first round pick of you know i was gonna, we, I was gonna bring that up paul actually i can't remember what team we got it from but we have a pick from yep, somebody yep from houston and you got trevor lawrence maybe if you want him. that we so, could end up the number one pick again yes you can so that's awesome. Are we going to do the whole thing? We bring Josh Rosen in, who was a number one pick from Arizona. Bring well, him in. Let's we'll take, to, uh, we'll take gonna, Lawrence. And, 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 and let's take, you know, let's take, uh, stand them up together and say, okay, 
And, oh, you do a trade for, uh, I don't know, uh, the guy from the Jets. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Four quarterbacks. Well, I mean, and Fitz goes to the next team. Ah, nice. The University of Miami used to be called quarterback U. You know that, right? So, I mean, one of the pro Jim level. Kelly, uh, Chester Verde. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry I missed you guys. Uh, you know, you want to talk no, about Jack? I don't know, but okay. Yeah, well, we talked about the Jets. Do you want to weigh in on that? We already did that up. Okay. You know, let's about- just move on because everybody, you know, we've already done it. Um, I, I guess I left the Bills, though. We've, we've talked about all the games except the Bills, which you expected would already happen in time for this podcast, but it's happening tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, a couple good things. Um, defense and Simmons and two wideouts, their first string wideouts are, are gone for Titans. So it's going to be a good advantage for Buffalo for tomorrow because they're on the COVID list. And they're with the eight players on the COVID list. So that, that's good. Um, you know, we're a 3.5 point favorite going in tomorrow at their home turf. That doesn't mean anything because you have no fans. Um, you know, it, it sh- they haven't practiced in two weeks. So it should be a Bills win, I right, hopefully. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, I think uh... – Ooh, I think it's going to be a tight one tomorrow, really. And that, that's what I said last week. My, my opinions didn't really change between last week and this week. Um, in fact, I almost think the Titans' odds got a little better because they um, have had some players come back off the COVID list. Well, two practice squad guys and one defensive end. I, I don't know. I'm sorry, one corner. Oh, that have come off. Yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. You're missing their main defensive end, Simmons, and the two wideouts, uh, okay. starting wideouts. So, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess Corners that out. really their, is. Their, their big corner guys uh, is gone too. So Josh Allen should have a field day tomorrow. So I don't know. I, yeah, I get you. Yeah. What what is it? You have two weeks off and you're watching. Uh, I don't know. Price is right, and then okay, you know, play. Uh, they did a walkthrough today. They didn't do a practice. They did a walkthrough yesterday. So how's that going to go? When the Bills been for 10 days now, 10 days practicing. <laughs> so, yeah. And their secondary for uh, Titans are awful. And the Buffalo's number two passing offense in the whole NFL. So how's that going to work? I think, no, I, think, I think you've made a good sales pitch on the Bills this week, um, actually. Um, as far as the score, well, basically, okay. So there you go. Now, normally, yeah, we do our score predictions. Um, I think it's time for us to move into score predictions because we've covered <laughs> – Everybody, it's a weird week because we had two, two of the teams didn't even play yet on Monday night. Um, so, okay. I think let's move in the score predictions now with the Bills. I, uh, let's do the Bills first. The Bills have 
Um, uh, they, we need to pick the next two games for the Bills, really, because we have the Bills tomorrow night. And then when is the next Bills Kansas game? City. Kansas it, City is at, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon uh, next Monday against okay. Kansas City. All right, because Kansas honestly— Kansas City is human. Yeah, and this stuff has moved around so much that that my usual sources for scheduling are not showing the accurate schedules now. Um, so thank you for that information. So, okay, so Bills at Titans. Uh, I, I I can pick first. That's that's fine. But I, I I'm thinking I, I'm thinking you're looking at at twenty one fourteen. That's that's my prediction. That's Bills up by a touchdown on the Titans, and uh, it could get worse, but also I do think the Titans have some X factors there. A lot of it I'm putting a lot of stock on Mike Vrabel, and that, that's okay. my prediction. Jeff, what do you think? I think I picked the Bills because they don't like Tannehill, remember, last week? <laughs> do you know who Tannehill is? Yes, I know the name very well. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with um, Bills for sure. I think it was gonna be like 28, 21, something like that. And um, before Paul picks, Paul, didn't you pick the Titans last week to beat the Bills? Yeah, were, I, I did. It's a trap game. Uh, I, I did that, but uh, new information. But a lot of things change. COVID's amazing, like factor and everything, isn't it? Well, I, I picked COVID to win, but um, yeah. l- let me give you where I'm at. Um, there's no secondary at all in the Titans. There's no defensive rush because basically their Simmons, their defense, their big big guy who rushes is not playing, and they have no um, receiving core. So, <laughs> you know. I'm I'm thinking the Bills will breach 40 points this game. I mean, you can you can put a number under that. Anything the Titans will do, anything before under 40. Okay, give it to the Titans. You got Henry. He'll 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 run for five touchdowns. That's great. But you know the Bills will you know chuck it up there. It'll be fine. We're ready for it. We've been practicing for 10 days for it. So okay, let me talk about KC. Uh. KC is coming to Buffalo. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, they're coming in at, they start at 3.5 points um, above Buffalo. So now they're 3.0 because of last night's game. And they're beatable. We, we beat uh, the Raiders who beat KC. So they're, you know, there's blood in their veins. I mean, we can go and beat them. So I'm going to go and say that we're going to go and beat them. So I don't know. It's being optimistic, but we have seven people. Our our starters are on hurt pop right now, and they'll be back for that KC game. And it's on Monday night. We'll have seven days of rest. So we'll be in good shape. So I think we can do it. What do you guys think? Well, I think you'll have six days of rest since it's a Tuesday night to a Monday night, but I'm from Buffalo. I can't count. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so, but I, 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 so what's your score prediction then? Oh, I'm saying 41 to 36. 
Okay. Well, what I think uh, based on that, I'm going to predict the Chiefs to win. Uh, I'd say um, 21-31. Chiefs over Bills. I want to see the I want to see the Bills take a loss at some point here, man. <laughs> well, we'll do the Jets game next week. Well, uh, the, you think the Bills will take the loss on the Jets game? Yeah, we'll see the yeah we'll see the Jets game. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to predict that. Right. Just you missed the Jets bit, but it was pretty much a big list of me crapping on the Jets. Um. So then, uh, so Jeff, what's your what's your predictions for the Bills Titans game and the Chiefs Bills game? All right. So the Bill Titans, the Titans are going to win, like 31-21. I think I said what? What? You said the Titans going to win? I'm sorry. You can change that. The Bills are going to. Yeah. I'm not picking Tannehill. Okay. The Bills over the Titans, 31-21. All right. You said the Titans. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going to bring this up because Paul and I talked about John Gruden a couple weeks ago, how Vegas is back. Well, Vegas is here now. And showed Kansas City how to play football. So this is going to be an interesting game. I'll, I'm going to I'm going to watch this game actually because the Chiefs aren't going to lose two in a row because Mahomes is like I'm not a loser and I'm not going to let somebody come and beat me two weeks in a row. So I have to pick the Chiefs on this game. It's going to be a high scoring Jeff Jeff night game. It's going to Jeff. be like Gruden, Gruden showed how to beat the Chiefs. Gruden showed how to beat the Chiefs. He did. And that's thrown seven defensive backs back and everybody else rushing the quarterback. That's what he did. He had a seven-secondary team. I get it. I get it. You got Andy Reid, the coach of the Chiefs. He adapts just like Gruden does. Well, he you, saw what okay. happened. He's going to adapt. It's uh, all right. Sean so McDermott is an Andy Reid It's going to be a great game. The Bills can't go 16-0, Paul. They can't go 16-0. You're the best secondary in – in the they, country. They got to get beat by somebody. It might as well be the Super Bowl champs. How about Miami? They'll beat them in the last game of the year. That's fine. <laughs> you happy? What it means, what it means nothing. All right. Okay. So what That's was the score, pick. Jeff? 42-31. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, moving on to this week, let's move on to the Jets. Just get that out of the way. Um, we have Jets at Chargers Sunday, 4.05 p.m. No, it, is that even accurate? They're playing no, Miami. Thank you. Yeah, if you guys have that, because like I said, my, all my scheduling information is all screwed up, and it's not um, because all this shifting going on here. I it's should probably update it. It's not, but yeah, they're playing the Jets. Yeah, it needs to be updated. Which, it's Google. Yeah. It's Google is not updated is my problem. I'm I'm using I use Google for all these and it's just all messed up. Okay, so they're playing Miami Jets at Miami. It's just, Jets at Miami. Yes. Okay. Well, then the Jets are gonna lose. Uh, I'll give it 40 to 10. Same score as last week, but worse. As in, they might put up 10, 
just like they did last week. They seem to be able to put up these low numbers like that against a decent team, but then they just completely are uncompetitive. So I'm thinking 40 to 10 Miami. That's that's pretty much a good idea. I, I think Fitz could do that. Um, I don't know when Fitz going to actually stop being a starting quarterback because he's doing a great job. Um, yeah, I, I see Fitz going up there and laying numbers like that. So I'll, I'll say 40-10 also. Jeff, what, what about you? It's your game, man. <laughs> your team. Jeff. Are we missing Jeff? Okay, we this today has not been a good day for connections, I guess. No. Or he's muted because no. He, oh no, no it's, he's out of the out of the chat. Okay, we lost Jeff now. I don't know what is going on today. Did it must you know be the, that this is the brightest time you can see Mars tonight. Just let you know that. And since 2003, it's the brightest time of uh, Mars, the planet. Oh, okay. All right. So I think that's why. Yeah, must be. must. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. We're going to assume that he predicts a win for the Dolphins against the Jets. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, How about this? I went 40-10. You went 40-10. I think he's going to go 40-10 also. Yep. Okay. Now. All right. So we got. So that that's and now we're we're just left with the Patriots. They're playing next Sunday against the the Denver Broncos at home uh, or at you know in New England. So I, I do still predict a win. I just man, is this just a whole Cam weird playing? situation? Is Cam Cam's playing? predicted to play? Um, if he doesn't play, what what's your you know, what do you think? Or are, are they going to sit? Players mm. they sat. Uh, Hoyer. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Then they went Stedman. Yeah, we haven't really talked about – well, let me actually discuss that real quick, and I'll move into that because, honestly, we talked about COVID in this week, but I haven't really covered – partially because I guess maybe mentally I didn't really want to cover. <laughs> um, well, I do want to cover it, but it, it was the uh, – as a Pats fan last week, not a great week for the Pats there against the Chiefs. Um, basically though, it was 10 to 26. Pats took a loss against the Chiefs. Now they were playing in Kansas City. They, I did mention earlier in the podcast that they had to travel same day flight over to Kansas City due to COVID issues. They were played without Cam Newton and they, Hoyer made a lot of mental mistakes. There was a throw that he, he basically should have been spiking the ball. Instead, he ended up going and taking a sack uh, with no timeouts left, with only a few seconds left in the fourth and qu- the uh, in the second quarter. And then there was there was more mental mistakes made, and and uh, most of the way mental deep mistakes. In the third, he, he screwed up and he sucks. He sucks, but he made he so he's he yeah he's he sucks and he's been known to suck. But the thing is, though, is that he, he understood the system, quote-unquote. But the thing is, he's great in the quarterback's room. I don't think he's great on the field. Um, now, the thing with him, though, is that, you know, he, he in real game situations, didn't he hardly knew what to do. 
but uh, Stidham did better than Hoyer did. Stidham yep. was given a losing game. He threw his first uh, career NFL touchdown um, on a beautiful pass. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that he's a dominant by any means. He was not dominant, but pretty much like one the first time where he's really taken like any serious snaps that weren't just kind of to protect Brady in a deep lead. He, uh, I felt like he looked kind of good given the situation. Stop, stop it. Stop it. You understand right now without cam, you guys suck. Well, right. I, I, ne- I, I never right? thought that wasn't the case. Um, I, I thought that once they got Cam, it gave them a, a chance, and I thought with Stidham, if they went with Stidham this year, it was going to be one of those rebuild kind of years. You're benching quarterbacks, you're looking bad, uh, you, you're checking out other massage places, you know, you're doing all these kinds of things, <laughs> and come on, I just you know, you guys suck without Cam. You need Cam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. Hey, oh, we, we have, uh, we have um, Jeff back. Hi, Jeff. I'm back. Perry, let me ask you a question. Because the Dolphins are in the same boat. They took a high draft pick, and the Patriots did a couple years ago with Garofalo. Never played a game, and then used him as bait to, like, trade for other draft picks. So now you have... Gilmore back? You know, come on. So now you have... Gilmore has symptoms. Gilmore has symptoms. No, Gilmore's asymptomatic. He's just he just tested positive. It's after the flight. It's because they shoved them all into that flight right after Cam was hanging around them, and and then he tested positive. They got him out of there, then shoved him on a tube with all the same air, big metal tube in the sky, for like five hours on game day. And then my question is, why are you guys starting a journeyman rather than a draft pick? Hmm. Well, we talked about it last week, and I think a lot of it has had to do – I agree with Paul's sentiment that he said last week, which is do you really want to get your top guy beat up, you know, your, your guy that you want beat up um, on a game that right. didn't A.K.A. San Francisco good. Garoppolo. I mean, they, they pulled him too, so. Right. Okay, but where did Tom Brady come from? Because Tom Brady was a backup. Well, Tom Brady didn't do well last night. You know, Tom Brady was a six-round pick. Well, so. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady, like, came in and won six Super Bowls being a backup because the starter got hurt. Yeah, so. well, I, I get you, but I, I don't see – what do you mean – what were you trying to get at here? That, well, I'm well, trying what, to say, are they going to play Stenum or are they going to leave him as, like, bait for, like, trades for draft picks mm. for other teams who uh-huh. don't have a – no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're giving Cam Newton Flintstone vitamins now. Hopefully he'll play. So that's what they're doing. So, I mean, that that's the only thing they got. I'm, I'm sorry, Perry, but they are. Yes. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, no, really, though, I, I do think that they do want him to play. And, and, and you know what? Cool. The NFL scheduled it that way. They would have played him tonight, I swear. They would have played tonight if Cam mm-hmm. Newton was ready to play. But, you know, it's not ratings. It's not money. So they want Cam to play and to start. So that's NFL. Not fair, 
not it doesn't matter. Nothing fair about this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what a you mean. Of, a lot of players are pissed off because they practiced all week and could play a game this week. <clears throat> no, a lot of players are pissed off because they have to play to a team that has COVID. Or, or you know, the, the team came together as my guess. Say, I don't want to play. I'm not going to show up because I don't want my family and everybody else to get COVID. So I, I think that's what they followed. So that's why they postponed this. New England did not want to play. So that's what I think. Same thing for the Bills. I mean, Trey White, he's hurt. Oh, he's not really hurt, but he does not want to play, you know, Tennessee. So Trey was on the border of not playing before the season. He was going to opt out, but he did not. But this time he's playing a team with 24 COVID people. And, you know, my back hurts a little bit more. I, I don't feel quite like I want to play. So you have players right now thinking that, they're going to make choices for playing or not. And when it comes right. to a, a big consensus of a team, they're not going to want to play. And well, what do you do? Well, you don't play. You reschedule. You work it out. And I think the NFL is fantastic about that. But you will see in week 18 pop up. That will happen in the next week or so. Yeah, it basically one more shot of these, <clears throat> and it's going to happen. I, I think that they were able to pull this one off, but – Everywhere I'm looking, even the pro sport writers are saying this happens again. They're just going to have to have a week 18 added in at this point, if not even more than 18. Like, you know, you might even see a 19 and a 20 at this rate, the way that they're going at here. The NFL cannot come up with another shuffle the deck. They can't do that anymore. You're right. Mm -hmm. It has to be week 18. Here's what I love as a fan. Here's what I love as a fan. I'm a NASCAR fan too, so I'm going to parallel the NASCAR to the NFL. Really? Didn't Let's know that. Hear me out. Okay. NASCAR was doing like back-to-back races just to get the races in, which you can do in NASCAR. You can race well, two races. Money, you have to. You can do Wednesday night races. I'm looking so forward to like Monday night football tonight. I come home tomorrow night. I have another NFL game on TV. Like, to me as a fan during the COVID right now, that's freaking amazing. They're, like, making these adaptations to let the game still go on. And it's great for the football fan because it's, like, Tuesday night, I get to watch another game. Do I really care about the schematics of it? No. I'm going I'm going to watch a football game, and it's going to be freaking awesome, and it's the only game going to be on that night. To me, that's just an awesome thing to happen for football fans, you know? To have, like, extra days with games on, like Tuesdays and stuff? Is that what you're getting at? Well, I'm kind of loving it. I mean, I got, like, Mm. Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night. I (laughs) love it. I love it. There's a football game on, you know what I mean? I get you. No, that that does make sense. I I find it interesting. Um, I I don't really love the way that it's random because I I sometimes kind of schedule my time around like for instance when the Pats are playing and then well no they're not playing and that that kind of can be a little frustrating for me I'm just gonna say because I'm like looked all forward to it and then oh and then like within 24 hours of the game no we're not playing um, I find that kind of frustrating as a fan that move my schedule well, should, around for that you game should write, you should write cam newton a letter and voice that opinion to him. 
Yeah, I, I will. Oh, Paul's gone. Wow. I, I guess it really is Mars. I, I, Jeff, while you're gone, he said, we're going to blame Mars, the brightest it's ever been uh, since 2003 tonight. So we're blaming Mars for this uh, multiple drop-offs here. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I see where you're coming from there, Jeff. I, I like your comment there. And it's, it's very similar to our comments about how uh, the MLB can pull off these double headers. The NASCAR, the, the, the Cup Series, was able to pull off multiple, um, multiple races within a single week. Uh, like Pocono, they, you know, they did Saturday night, then Sunday afternoon, things like right. that. And Paul is back. Great. So anyway, so um, um, I, I think that that's great for the league. Now, where did I did we fail to do? I think I failed to do predictions yet for we're starting to drag on on time here, though. So predictions for the Patriots next week, I think with the Broncos, I think I think Cam is going to play. And so I think the Patriots will still be dominant. I think we're looking at, I, I'd say, 31-14 against the Broncos for the Pats. I, I think that Locke, Andrew Locke will be back too, but I do think that the Patriots have a solid defense. And I, I, I just think 31-14 Patriots. What's your thoughts, Jeff? Oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to win again. It's going to be like... 31-24, I'm going to say. Okay. Gotcha. You're bringing it a little closer. Gotcha. Uh, Paul, what's your you, – you there, Paul? Yeah, I'm there. Okay. So what's your thoughts on that one? Mm, it's going to be upset. I think Locke's going to come back, and he's going to go and win it. So I'm going to go 31-24 on the other side. Okay. Well, time will tell. I think uh, we're going to wrap this one up, though. This has been... Did we we pick pick the Dolphins-Jets games yet? Did we not? Dolphins-Jets games for... Yeah, we did. That was... We already talked all about that. Oh, you you blocked off, so we said... Oh, well... uh, So we both... I'll I'll give you a chance at that one, Jeff, since it's your team's involved here. Um, uh, Jets at Dolphins... And it's going to be uh, – Paul and I both predicted 40 to 10. What's your thoughts on, on that? I would love that. I'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> and that's what we said Which we when you said were gone. we said you would do. <laughs> I would love All that. Right. Hey, this is on a freaking roll right now, baby. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. Keep two on the bench like I've been saying for weeks. Keep him on the bench. Yeah, go, yeah, go Rocket, man. All right. Okay. Well, this All right. Is... Next week uh, we'll be fine. Uh, we'll be uh, one game short because the Bills and, uh, well, you know, the Bills and KC will be playing at 5 o'clock. So, well, uh, we can go, I, I, we, we can be, go at, at 8 p.m. We can 8 do 8 p.m. tomorrow. They're going at 5 p.m. on Monday night. We'll, we'll do 8 p.m. 8 p.m. That'll that'll give time for that game to get over, and then we'll record. Okay. All right. So this has been the AFC's podcast by NAFCO, sponsored by Dakota, the Dubois Area Council on the Arts, and West PA Systems, your electrical build contractor for your 21st century needs. Come on.